Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Friday, June 22nd, 2018, and welcome to episode number 519 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you as we get to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the radio network, that being, of course, professional wrestling. First off, we will start start things off with our wrestling news reviews here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. Plus, he is also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, J.D.'s Raw Radio tag partner, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived at, arrived on the scene. Uh, so I'll be bringing you today here in wrestling history and some very interesting uh, uh, <clears throat> historical uh, items that take, take, take taking place on this date. So we'll definitely read those here to you as well. Plus also, folks, we hope to bring you, and also we'll bring you, like I said, a little bit more here about what we'll, what we'll do here momentarily. But first, let's bring J.D. in on what will be, and of course for a Friday night here, an explosive and dynamic episode 519 of Revolution. Yes, it will be. Absolutely. And I, of course, as, as we did also say, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed tonight, we coming from NWOUS Forever for Life. If you'd like to join us through our live video feed, I do see one person has already, and I'll say who that is momentarily. Uh, if you care to join us there, please feel free to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWOUS for life. And coming in from there here to Sydney, ladies and gentlemen, is another 2016 Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder in our Trivia Championship Series. She is the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, has now joined us here as well as we do welcome her as well. So, and welcome, of course, to 519. Also, of course... <clears throat> And if you want to join us through, of course, the talk shoot chat box, phone number is always 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND, and press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here today. 
I would say, in addition to the rest of the news and views and history and birthdays, uh, um, a lot of uh, interesting talk here we'll have tonight. But, of course, more importantly, we will, uh, of course, uh, hopefully get to finish that uh, contender versus contender match tonight between the human suplex machine, John Gross, and, of course, as I said, the Empress and Marie Rickenbach. Of course, as you know, of course, the storyline behind this, both are contenders for the GFWS World Heavyweight Championship, currently being held by the Iceman, Jeremy DiGiralmo. And, of course, Neater, Neater, Neater. Oh, Lord, how mercy. And, of course, uh, John will take on J.D. for that belt here. <clears throat> here uh, hopefully, maybe, hopefully sometime next week. And the, <laughs> the winner of that match will, of course, take on Anna as she will do her best to fight for that championship once again here at some time. Hopefully it might be next week. You, you never know. So we'll let you know here as, as of course, as it, as it rolls on here, which I, you know there will be a lot of challenges made here this evening concerning some of our belts. And speaking of which, I do have an announcement concerning a couple of our new championship belts, and I'll get to that here in just a few moments here as well. Let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here with our rest of the news and views here segment. Of course, the Iceman, J.D. J.D. Geraldo from King Ice, bringing that here to you, bringing that out here to you here tonight. So, J.D., let's go ahead and see what's going on in the rest of the news scene this evening. Sammy Zane underwent surgery earlier this week to repair a torn rotator cuff in Birmingham, Alabama. Zane told the WWE website that he will undergo surgery on his left rotator cuff in six to seven weeks. Sammy said, however, the left one and the right one are both torn. I just underwent surgery on the right one, and then in about six or seven weeks, I'll be undergoing surgery on the left one. Hopefully, I can come back healthy and happy. He says that he also hopes to be back in time, hopefully, maybe, for WrestleMania 35. Meanwhile, however, Impact's wrestling viewership took a big hit, however, last night, however, because of the NBA draft, however. After having 276,000 viewers the week before, they dropped to 262,000 this week however, mind you. Meanwhile, however, on AXS, our New Japan will be announcing the following matches, however. Uh, let's see, I just saw it, however. Tonight, however, the following, however, mind you, between Hiromu Takahashi versus Taji Ishimori in the best of the Super J Junior 25 final. And finally, however, the WWE has announced, however, because of the passing of Leon White, the man they call Vader this week, they have announced they have added a Vader collection to the network, and I'll have to check it out myself. Among some of the things you will talk about, however, are Mastodon Monk Giants, December 9, 2014, the man they call Vader, however, in which Superstars Legends share stories and reflect on Vader's storied career, uh, Table for Three, which him, DDP, and uh, Sting, however, however, had a chance to discuss, however, Wrangling a lariat, competing in young age against his longtime rival and good friend Stan the Lariat Hansen. Also, one month later against Bruiser Brody. Uh, who could forget the match they had at Russell War 91, however, called Too Big to Hold, however, February of 1991. July 12th of 1992, when he challenges Sting for the WCW World's Heavyweight title called the Golden Stinger, the King of Cable matches. The White Castle Affair, however, affair, however, mind you, however, as that set up uh, the big Super Brawl 3 matchup, however, in the White Castle of Fear Strap match. And, of course, who could forget, however, when uh, Vader won the title back, however, ending Ron Simmons' reign as World Heavyweight Champion, however. So, a lot of good moments of Vader, however, the years. And hopefully on Monday night, and I will say this here now before we get into the birthdays and dates, however, they will pay a moment of silence and tribute to the man they call Vader on Monday, as they will be in San Diego this week. They also said possibly that maybe, 
Now, maybe they're talking about maybe lifting Ronda Rousey's suspension, possibly. Whether or not she will appear on camera or off camera this week, however, is still up in the air at this point. Okay. All right. Well, luckily, of course, as being a fan of Ronda Rousey, I do hope that they do. Because I still say to this very day, if anybody, if they were going to do that, they need to, need to split it up between Ronda and Alexa Bliss. Because we know that Alexa Bliss kind of instigated the whole shit. Speaking of Vader, however, JR and Bret Hart had some stories to say earlier this week, however, about Vader. And here's what they had to say, and we'll tell you real quick. JR said this about Vader. I was very excited to bring him to the WWF with the talent relations team. He was perceived as a, quote, good get. He was a big, rugged heel and easy to cast in a scenario. He had Cornette as his manager. That's like Brock Lesnar having Paul Heyman. It was a match made in wrestling hell. It was great. His body was starting to break down. He played football strong style in Japan, and he was not a finesse guy, and his injury started catching up to him. We did have issues with his weight with Yokozuna as well and got to the point that we couldn't get him licensed. I remember sending Leon Yoko, however, to the Duke Weight Loss Clinic at Duke University in North Carolina. I got the first report, and they had been only there a week, and they had gained weight. We found out they were sneaking that out night going to get chicken. Bret Hart and Vader's style and attitude. Leon was one of the biggest wrestlers I could think of. For his size, he was extremely agile, an incredible talent. He was more famous in Japan, but he was always a solid, hard-working wrestler. He had a good run with me back in the Hart Foundation in 97 when I was bashing the Americans pretty good. We had some pretty good matches, and I remember his style. You were always limping back to the dressing room after working with him. He was no picnic out there when it came to punishment, but you always had a lot of respect for him as a performer. As a wrestler, just what he did bring to the ring, he was always very friendly, in a good mood, a calm and easy force. He wasn't the same in the locker room as he was in the ring, but he was a very good guy, and most wrestlers got along with him. However, he did have a temper, but it only came out when he really got angry. So like I said earlier this week, folks, the man definitely had a heart of gold, no doubt about it. Oh, absolutely there indeed. Absolutely. And I just actually saw a tribute video WWE did on Vader. It was been posted on YouTube. Uh, no doubt they'll probably end up playing it uh, during the tribute on Raw Monday night. So. Hopefully they do. That'd be nice. Uh, yes, indeed. Well, it should, well, that should be hopefully the first thing that they do. I mean, that's without a doubt indeed. I mean, they're all probably doing the Vader sign as well. So. Oh, yes. <clears throat> I mean, you know what would be pretty cool, too, though? If some of the guys came out hard and did the Vader symbol, too. That's what I was talking about, yeah. That, that would be pretty damn cool. I mean, for what, I mean, they did for Bruno. Why not do it for, like I said, the man who had the heart of the Rockies? In fact, you know, talk about Vader. And, like I said, over the last few days, guys, I have gotten the network. Guilty. Finally, I got it. But I did watch last night an old match of Vader and Nikita Koloff, however. Uh, was it, no, was it? Yeah, it was Vader and Nikita Koloff from Halloween Havoc '92. Oh my goodness, that's awesome! That is awesome. But there you go. Hey, let me tell you some great highlights. Of course, like you said, talking about this for this past week, of course, with sharing so many great memories. Of course, of one of the only Vader, and of course, the only thing that could really top all that here, folks, is that next year, WWE Hall of Fame, plain and simple. Yeah, he goes in. He has to. And, of course, put him on, put him in there alongside Owen Hart and the Bulldog, or Owen Hart or the Bulldog. I mean, in some capacity. But yeah. you got you got you got to put some of these guys in here that is long overdue. And hopefully, by that time, you know, Owen's widow would possibly be a little bit more lenient about that, as we've talked about many, yeah. many times. So yes, uh, thank you very much for JD. Of course, JD along with King and W King and W Smith is King Ice. The 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network. 
and the news doesn't fit, I always find a way. Okay, JD. I always find a way to make it fit. In GTS's case, super glue and duct tape, you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. The human surface machine, John Gross, has not yet arrived here, folks, so I'll be taking care of the rest of history and birthdays for today, <clears throat> of course, June the 22nd. Like I said, some very interesting moments here, so let's go ahead and get right down to it. 38 years ago today here, folks, put it at 1980, in my neck of the woods, Greensboro, North Carolina, the late Ray Stevens and the late Jimmy Snuka defeated Ricky Steamboat and his partner, the late Jay Youngblood, to win the NWA World Tag Team titles. 26 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, let me see, uh, yes, 1992, WCW aired Clash of the Champions, let me see, uh, 19, from the McAllister Fieldhouse in Charleston, South Carolina. The show was taped six days earlier, the first and only time a clash did not air live. The show revolved around the beginning of the NWA World Tag Team Championship Tournament. And, of course, there is, uh, if you, there's a link on the page where I'm reading the history if you want to check out the full results and also the link for, to, for the show. 22 years ago today, which would put it at 1996, ECW presented Hardcore Heaven 96 from the ECW Arena in Philadelphia. The show is noted for the ring collapse during the show's semi-main event between Tommy Dreamer and Brian Lee. Moments after the ring collapse came two of ECW's most famous moments. First, Lee chokeslammed Dreamer through multiple tables from the Eagle's Nest, the highest portion of the arena where Joey Styles usually sat while calling matches. The moment will be replayed in ECW's intros and highlight videos for years to come. The second came while the ring was being re- while the ring was being repaired. Kimono Wanalea <laughs> yeah, performed a strip tease for the crowd. This would later be a selling point for the home video of the event. And but wait, there's more. Even with the hour-long delay to fix the ring, one of the ring ropes still manages to snap during the main event. And here are the matches that took place at Hardcore Heaven 1996. Shane Douglas defeated Mikey Whipwreck. The FBI, J.T. Smith and Little Guido, defeated the Dudleys, Big Dick and Bubba Ray Dudley, by DQ. Taz defeated Paul Verlaines in a shoot-fight rules match. Raven defeated the late Terry Gordy to retain the ECW World Heavyweight title. The Eliminators, John Kronos and Perry Saturn, and the Gangsters, Mustafa and New Jack, fought to a no contest for the ECW World Tag Team titles. The Eliminators, <clears throat> John Kronos and Perry Saturn, and the Bruise Brothers, Ron and Don Harris, fought to a no contest also for the ECW World Tag Team titles. Axel Rotten and Hack Myers and the Samoan Gangsta Party, Mac Daddy Kane and Samu, fought to a no contest. Chris Jericho defeated Pitbull number two to win the ECW World TV title. Tommy Dreamer defeated Brian Lee in a weapons match, and Sabu defeated Rob Van Dam. Fourteen years ago today, we put it at, uh, <clears throat> let's see, oh, let's see, uh, 2004, Combat Zone Wrestling announces via press release that the promotion is pulling their fake TV program from its home station, WGTW-TV in Philadelphia, after three years effective immediately. Here was a statement that was as it was delivered to PWInsider.com. To our loyal fans, in July of 2001, Combat Zone Wrestling embarked on the campaign to deliver its unique brand of entertainment to you, the fans on a whole new platform, television. 
This campaign was really taken by independent wrestling promotions, which is evident in the many promotions that have been unsuccessful in acquiring airtime and maintaining it. However, recognizing its growing popularity, TZW, a small South Jersey promotion at the time, sought to capitalize and successfully negotiated a weekly programming agreement with WGTW48. Strategically positioned at 9 p.m. on Saturday nights, CZW entered into a tremendous period of growth as attendance for live events grew and enrollment at the CZW wrestling school was at its highest level. While the odds were against us, CZW Fake UTV was a success, much like its predecessor. Unfortunately, recent changes at WGTW48 have had a dement... Crap. I'll help you. Oh, the mental, no, uh, detrimental. There you go. I'm sorry. Detrimental. I and I just heard something. I did too. We have another Western Pennsylvanian on the line. Hi, Chad. Oh my lord, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's pause for just one second here and say welcome back here. As you know, and I'll explain about that in just a few moments. Uh, he is a 2017 WWUS Hall of Famer. He's also known as the Heartbreak Kid in the radio network circles. <clears throat> He's also a WCWS radio raw radio contributor. Uh, and of course, like I say, as if, as for his nickname here, folks, all you gotta do is think about that the 66 time Happy Days, where the one of the central characters went a little something just like this. Yes, he went e. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the it is. I should say it this way. <clears throat> and y'all gonna love this. The return of Fonzie. Fonzie, welcome back to five nineteen of Revolution. Thank you. As you, as we mentioned last night, of course, on Wolfpacker, Fonzie had a little bit of a health scare. Uh, we had heard uh, during a little bit a little bit back and forth here about what was going on, but uh, it sounds like he's doing. He's out. He's doing better. Uh, Fonzie, uh, how are you feeling? I'm doing much better. I, uh, like I said to J.D. earlier today, um, <clears throat> I was just relaxing, resting. And mm-hmm. tonight I'm doing much better than I was doing last night. So, yeah. Well, I, didn't come home. I didn't come home until like 1 a.m. last night. They wanted me to they, everything was negative. They wanted me to stay overnight and do more tests. And I thought about it. I was still sweating badly. Even if it was cold in the room, I was still sweating every two seconds. I was sweating my balls off all night until they came back. Until they came back for the results and they wanted me to stay and uh, keep an eye on me and do the stress test again, which I told them that I couldn't because of my knee. And they said they have uh, another special thing they can do for a stress test instead of walking. I don't know what it was, but uh, I was like, I can't stay. Uh, I'm okay. I'm just sweating. Uh, I had a little pain in my chest. Like I told JD, I couldn't barely talk. And my friend, I texted her, 
And uh, and I told her, can you call the EMT? And she called me. And, like, I started, like, crying a little bit, too, because, you know, I was a little scared. And I was standing up, and I was pulled down sweat. Like, none of you can believe. And I'm doing much my shoulder was so high that uh, I didn't know it was 431, my blood sugar. And the oh, EMT, checked, EMT checked it. It was 430. I was like, what? 431? I didn't eat nothing sugar. I, I, like I said, I got down to eating my dinner last night. And they said, you know, you're diabetic and, you know, you get upset. Shoo! If you get upset, your sugar, your blood pressure goes through the roof. But I think it happens. I sweat when I, when it goes real low. I start getting dizzy, you know, lightheaded, you know. But uh, tonight it was 140 tonight, so... It was pretty good tonight, but yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, 431? I was like, this never does that to me when it's high. I feel a lot better when it's high, but they said it can go up and down if you get, like, stressed out a little bit or get nervous, get paranoid, your sugar and your blood pressure goes up, way up to the roof, so yeah. So, and um, today I'm doing much better, you know. So, I've been in my house just sitting in the cold air condition. (laughs) So, I'm doing much better, so. We are glad to to hear it and uh, glad you were able to make it on here tonight. Uh, But, uh, of course, like I said, they always say prayer always works. So uh, yep. we are glad. We are glad that uh, we are glad that uh, you were able to make it through. Uh, yeah. If we one, you know, all of our people here, of course, in the radio network, whenever things go wrong and all, they always do their best to think positive, and people pray for them. And of course, like they come through in a pinch. Yeah. Um, so you are a prime example of that, man. And we're glad to have you back. Uh, <clears throat> so. Uh, just like I said, we're just in the middle of our wrestling history and birthdays here, so finally sit back and listen and enjoy it. And okay. uh, we'll pick that off and then we'll do a little bit of talking here. Uh, as we see, we're talking about CZW. Uh, unfortunately, recent changes at WGTW48 have had a detrimental effect on CZW Fake UTV. The executives at WGTW48 have taken a more conservative approach when it comes to wrestling programming. What was believed to be an indigenous idea of five nights of midnight wrestling, WGTW48 opened the doors to any and all promotions to air their programming, at least those that could afford it. As a result, CZW was, CZW Fake UTV was moved from its 9, 9 p.m. Saturday time slot to a weeknight at midnight to compete with other promotions. In the end, the idea was a failure, and CZW Fake UTV continues to thrive. To date, CZW has produced as has produced 154 episodes of programming, which has been enjoyed by fans across the tri-state area. During this time, CZW has endured every business decision that WGTW48 has formulated and executed. 
Unfortunately, this past week was the final WGTW 48 decision that CZW plans to tolerate. For those of you who are not totally aware, WGTW 48 executives refused to air the June 18, 2004 episode. Of course, there's a, por- there's a portion of, of, of this particular episode on this page where I'm reading this, the history. Due to its content, WGTW 48 argued that the rising conservative climate in media and FCC regulations and enforcement have forced WGTW 48 to place restrictions on content and deny the airing of programming that the channel decides is inappropriate and in some way violates or is contrary to FCC regulations. In response and after thoughtful consideration, CCW is sad to announce their withdrawal of CCW Fake You TV on WGTW 48 indefinitely. CCW has experienced many highs and lows and remained a, a loyal business associate of WGTW 48 since July of 01. CCW can no longer exist in a business relationship that is characterized by inconsistency and haphazard decisions that have, only, that have had only negative effects on you, the fans, and the CZW product as a whole. CZW is confident that we'll continue to move forward and throw in the process of reviewing new avenues of delivering CZW fake you TV to our loyal fans with the hope of acquiring new fans as well. CZW asks that you, the fans, continue to remain loyal as you have, as you have since the beginning and support us in this decision. In closing, CCW wishes to thank WGTW48 for providing us with the opportunity to make CCW Fake You TV a reality and provide CCW with a platform to deliver its product beyond its live events. Unfortunately, CCW must terminate its working relationship with WGTW48 and will continue to remain steadfast in, in, the, in its belief that our entertainment is not to be censored and that viewers have a choice. Thank you for your time and patience, and with respect to this matter, CZW for Life, Sincerely, Combat Zone Wrestling Entertainment. CZW continued to air internationally via the UK's fight network until its closure in late 2007. Despite gaining an international following, the promotion has not returned to television stateside since its cancellation, though it has been featured on G4, Discovery Channel, The Vice website, and in the 2008 movie, The Wrestler. Uh, most major independent promotions, CCW does offer a streaming service featuring a selection of past events for $9.99 a month. For those not into the streaming, all their events are available through RF video. <coughs> Excuse me. Eight years ago today, 2010, Donald Trump sells back Monday Night Raw to Vince McMahon just one week after buying it. In reality, in the wake of his ownership, WWE got into a bit of hot water with the Securities and Exchange Commission when officials there thought that Donald buying Raw was legit, causing his stock to plummet a bit. But Trump did go out with a bang, as announced in this press release oh. issued prior to the show. Uh, J.D., did you have something you need to say? No, 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 no. I, didn't say oh, I, thought, you, I thought you said oh or something. Oh? Okay. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Stanford, Connecticut. Trump gives the money back. In the fact or fiction world of WWE, <coughs> excuse me, it is a fact that Donald Trump held a press conference today in Green Bay at Austin Straubel Airport as the new owner of Monday Night, <coughs> excuse me, of Monday Night Raw. Trump announced that all ticket holders Night Raw event at the British Center will receive a ticket refund. The total value of all ticket refunds is approximately $235,000. Uh, 
Raw will be presenting commercial free live tonight at 9, 9 8 Central on USA Network. Tonight's main event will be WWE Champion Randy Orton versus Triple H in a last man standing match. The commercial free show did, did feature some in show product placement that did not feature a winner in the last man standing match. The two were booked to meet again that weekend in a three stages of hell match at the Bash. <clears throat> here we go, guys. This is something that y'all we were just actually talking about this man here uh, just a while ago, J.D. I think you might want to hear this. Seven years ago today, 2011, Martha Hart, the widow of Owen Hart, announced that she is suing WWE for the company using his likeness and name for marketing purposes. The statement sent out on her behalf reads as follows. Widow of deceased professional wrestler Owen Hart filed a lawsuit against WWE, Vince McMahon, and Linda McMahon. WWE continues to use Owen Hart's name and image for marketing more than 11 years after he was killed in a WWE-sponsored stunt in violation of the contract and contrary to family wishes. Hartford, Connecticut, from June 22nd, via the PR Newswire. Martha Hart, the widow of late Owen Hart, a professional wrestler who was killed in a May 1999 stunt orchestrated by WWE, today filed suit in the U.S. District Court against WWE, Vince McMahon, the current chairman and CEO, and Linda McMahon, who was the CEO until 2009. The lawsuit alleges that WWE and the McMahons used Owen Hart's name in likeness without rights in dozens of commercial videos and other materials violated a contract restricting the use of Owen Hart's name, likeness, and wrestling footage, and disregarded Martha Hart's wishes against further association with her late husband's name with WWE following his death. Mrs. Hart and WWE settled a wrongful death lawsuit in 2000. Mrs. Hart established the Owen Hart Foundation later that year. In the 11 years since Owen's tragic and unavoidable death, I have worked tirelessly to disassociate Owen's name and likeness from anything related to WWE in order to promote our children from any reminder of the circumstances surrounding their father's death and to avoid any place perception that I endorse WWE, said Martha Hart in a statement. Unfortunately, even though WWE, Vincent Mann, and Linda McMahon were and are well aware of my wishes and desire to shield my children from WWE and its activities, I was shocked to learn earlier this year that they have been using Owen's name and likeness in videos, websites, TV programs, and print materials. Given this callous, insensitive, and irresponsible behavior, one must question the moral character of Vince and Linda McMahon, ooh, and the manner in which they conduct their business. According to the lawsuit filed today before the U.S. District Court in Hartford, since, Owen Hart, since Owen's death, WWE and the McMahons have sought every available opportunity to further exploit Owen's personality for their own commercial benefit. Their use of Owen's name and lightning draws attention to WWE's ongoing, violent, and highly questionable theatrical activities that caused Owen's death. Defendant's use of Owen's name and lightness is also in direct regard of Martha's and her children's objections. WWE's wrongful use of Owen's name and lightness over Martha's continuing objection to any association with defendants and in the absence of any legal right of use creates the wrongful impression that Martha and the estate now support, approve, or condone the video, which they do not. The lawsuit seeks to enjoin the WWE from further use of Owen Hart's name and likeness and seeks unpaid royalties as well as damages for breach of contract, copyright infringement, unjust enrichment, accounting, and unfair and deceptive practices. This is hard and a nice belt sponsor. Mrs. Hart is represented by the law firm Nixon Peabody LLP. The law 
excuse me, the lawsuit was settled in April 2013. The terms of the settlement were not disclosed. Those believed Martha received the royalties owed, believed to be around $80,000 plus interest. Of course, I'm sure that's changed since that time. I think they've probably come to some sort of reconciliation, I think. I think, I don't know, but I think. Uh, five years ago today, 2013, Ring of Honor presented Best in the World from the DuBurns Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. Here are the matches that took place here. B.J. Whitmer defeated Mike Bennett. The American Wolves, Davy Richards and Eddie Edwards, defeated Adrenaline Rush, which is ACH, and Tadarius Thomas. Adam Cole, maybe, defeated Roderick Strong via countout. Michael Elgin defeated Tommaso Ciampa. Matt Taven defeated Jimmy Jacobs and Jay Lethal in a three-way dance to retain the ROH World TV title. Reed Dragon, Bobby Fish, and Kyle O'Reilly defeated TNC Wrestle Factory, Caprice Coleman and Cedric Alexander, and Scum, Cliff Compton and Rhett Titus in a three-way dance to retain the ROH World Tag Team titles. Matt Hardy defeated Kevin Steen, who of course you know is Kevin Owens, in a no-disqualification match to become the number one contender for the ROH World title, and Jay Briscoe defeated Mark Briscoe to retain the ROH World title. Five years ago today, which was also 2013, New Japan Pro Wrestling presented Dominion 622 from Bodymaker Coliseum in Osaka, Japan. A pre-show dark match, Suzuki Gun, Tai Chi, and Takamichi Noku defeat Jushin Thunder Liger and Tiger Mask 4. Forever Hooligans, Alex Kozlov and Rocky Romero, defeated Time Splitters, Alex Shelley and Kushida, to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. Bullet Club, Bad Luck File, Carl Anderson and Tama Tonga, defeated Captain New Japan, Tamaki Hamna, and Yuji Nagata. Ten, Ko- Ten Koji, Hiroshi Tenzan, and Satoshi Kojima, Defeat Killer Elite Squad, Davy Boy Smith Jr. and Lance Archer, and Chaos, Akashi Izuka, and Toru Yanu, hmm, sounds good, to retain the IWGP tag team titles. Rob Conway defeats Manobu Nakanishi to retain the NWA World Heavyweight title. Suzuki Gun, Minoru Suzuki, and Shelton Benjamin defeat Chaos, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Tomohiro Ishii. Tetsuya Naido defeats Yujiro Takahashi. Katsuyori Shibata defeats Hiroki Goto. Prince Devin, who we now know as Spin Balor, defeats Hiroshi Tanahashi. And Kazuchika Okada defeats Togi Makabe to retain the IWGP heavyweight title. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Four years ago, did they put it at 2014? Uh, Ring of Honor presented Best in the World from the Tennessee State Fairgrounds in Nashville. This was ROH's first live pay-per-view telecast to cable and satellite providers. ACH defeated B.J. Whitmer, Caprice Coleman, Darius Thomas, Takaaki Watanabe, and Tommaso Ciampa in the six-man mayhem to become the number one contender for the ROH World TV title. Jay Lethal defeated Matt Taven to retain the ROH World TV title. Cedric Alexander defeated Roderick Strong in a submission match. The Briscoes, Jay and Mark, defeated Matt Hardy and Michael Bennett in a no-DQ match. Kevin Steen defeated Silas Young. Redragon defeated Bad Influence, Christopher Daniels and Kazarian to retain the ROH World Tag Team titles. 
and Michael Elgin defeated Adam Cole, baby, to win the ROH World Title. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, three years ago today, put it at 2015, T.J. Wilson, of course also known as Tyson Kidd, undergoes neck and spinal surgery. The last graduate of the Heart Dungeon and two-time WWE Tag Team Champion suffered an injury following a muscle buster from Samoa Joe during a Raw dark match on June the 1st. A few weeks later, Wilson revealed on Twitter it could have been a whole lot worse, all things considered. And he says this, 5% of people survived this injury, 16 staples, 4 screws, and a rod later, and luckily I survived to tell my story. Basically, the injury could, could have been fatal. Wrestling journalist Dave Meltzer followed up saying the injury is similar to the one that left actor Christopher Reeve a quadriplegic. Wilson's future remains in doubt since he has not returned to the ring since. Three years ago today, let's see, uh, let's see, 2015, William Fritz Insor, best known to wrestling fans as Nature Boy Buddy Landell, sadly was found dead in his home in Chicago. In, in Ch- Chihuahua, Virginia. Who is it? He was only f- 53. Hmm? Who said someone? something? Me, me. Buddy Landale died two years ago. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah. I just saw something of him. Yep. That's it. Born August 14, 1961 in Knoxville, Tennessee, Insor took interest in professional wrestling when, he, when his sister was dating Barry Orton. Landale wrestled in high school but dropped out his junior year. He trained professionally under Boris Malenko and shared an apartment with Olympic wrestler Bob Roop. Landell broke into business in 1979 for Bill Watts Mid-South Wrestling, also competing for Outlaw Promotion International Championship Wrestling. Landell's big break came in 1985 for Jim Crockett Promotions. He featured with another nature boy, Rick Flair, for most of the year. His signature moment came at Starcade that year when he defeated Terry Taylor, for the NWA National Heavyweight title. He was set to feud with Ric Flair for the NWA World Heavyweight title before he had a fallen out with management and left the company. Or as Landell tells it in a 2011 interview, his drug abuse issues got the best of him. He says, I fell asleep at a hotel and took a bunch of good cocaine that whole night and then a bunch of Valiums. Black Bart, his real name is Rick Harris, was with me and told me that we had to go do TV. I had just bought a brand new Lincoln and I threw him the car keys and told him I would catch a cab and be there later. They started the tapings at 9 o'clock that morning, and by 11 o'clock I had hung up on Dusty Rhodes and Jim Crockett and told them not to call me again. I was national champion at the time. When I got there, Dusty told me to give him the belt that I didn't work there anymore. I said, okay. Landell returned to Tennessee in 1986, headlining the last sold-out show at the Mid-South Coliseum. He worked at the Alabama held territories for the remainder of the 1980s before returning to the NWA in 1990. The Battle of the Nature Boys finally came to partition. The two men in a gauntlet match in November of 1990. But just as did five years earlier, his sensitive abuse issues got the better of him, and the storyline was dropped after just three months. He returned to the independent circuit and was set to face another Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers, in early 1992 for the Tri-State Wrestling Alliance heavyweight title the promotion folded before the match ever took place. Landale landed in Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 1994 and enjoyed a career resurgence, holding the SMW's TV and heavyweight championships. In August of 1995, Landale took on then WWF Intercontinental Champion Shawn Michaels at Super Bowl of Wrestling. 
the biggest show in the promotion's history. Though it was a losing effort, the strength of his SMW run got him in the door of the WWF after Jim Cornette's promotion folded later that year. Landell taking on a spinning image of Ric Flair, even using Flair's WWF theme music, began with the company on the same day as the ringmaster, who had gone to somewhat moderate success as Stone Cold Steve Austin. His only notable match was in a losing effort against Bret Hart for the WWF title at the taping. Following the taping, Landau slipped on a sheet of ice, carrying his right quadriceps. He would miss six months of action. Upon healing, he largely returned to the independent circuit, wrestling only a few matches with the WWF in 1999. On June 21, 2015, Landau was involved in an auto accident. He checked himself out of the hospital and returned home. The next day, he was found unresponsive in his home by his wife, Donna. He was only 53. Landau was also an active reserve police officer for 17 years at the time of his death. Left behind his wife for 34 years, Donna. Three children, Celeste, Colby, and Andrea, from his first marriage, and also one grandson. Today also would have been a somber birthday here, folks. Today would have been the 55th birthday of John Anthony Tenton, Jr., wrestling under such names as Koto Tenzon, Shark, and best remembered as Earthquake. Born 11 pounds, 3 ounces in Surrey, British Columbia, Canada, Tenton decided very young he wanted to be a pro wrestler growing up. Learning freestyle wrestling while at North Surrey Secondary, Tenton became the junior champion in 1981 and would finish sixth in the super heavyweight division at the World Junior Wrestling Championships in Vancouver, British Columbia. He would go to Louisiana State University on an athletic scholarship. In 1985, LSU dropped wrestling to comply with Title IX, forcing Tenton to choose a new sport. He would play football and played on the junior varsity team as a defensive lineman. He also played rugby union for the school's rugby club and was employed as a bouncer for, for a nearby college bar. Following college, Tenta moved to Japan to pursue a career in sumo. Named Koto Tenta, Tenta the Harp, John's late started sumo, age 26 with Tenta. Some started as early as age 15, believe it or not. Thanks to his training in wrestling and his size, six foot five and three fourths and four hundred and twenty-three pounds at the time. He was all twenty-four of his bouts and would later be named Koto Tenzan or Heavenly Mountain Heart. It would also be nicknamed the Canadian Comet by the Japanese press. But the difficult sumo lifestyle, the aches and pains of the sport, and a tattoo of a tiger on his arm prevented him from advancing further in his career. Tattoos often associated with gangsters in Japan, and public display is largely prohibited. Tenta walked away from sumo after just eight months. He was quickly joined by the Boston Pro Wrestling debut on May 1, 1987. He was working with the company for about a, a year and a half. While with All Japan, he was tour for Vancouver-based WWE All-Star Wrestling. His size obviously made him very attractive to American promoters, and one would snatch him up. After a pair of tryout matches with the company, John Tenta joined the WWF in September 1989. Initially introduced as Earthquake Evans under management of Slick, Tenta made his WWF TV debut for Superstars of Wrestling as a spectator. He was picked as a volunteer for a strength demonstration, 
Dino Bravo Penta, then Bravo did sit-ups with Penta, identified as John from West Virginia, sitting on his back. During Ultimate Warrior, Penta leaped downwards onto Warrior, and Bravo and Penta assaulted him with repeated big splashes. Penta would become the Canadian Earthquake, later simply Earthquake, it was a monster heel that sat on his opponents with a sit-down splash that had them stretched out. Earthquake's highest profile two started in 1990 when he attacked Hulk Hogan from behind during a segment on WWF Superstars of Wrestling. He would crush Hogan's ribs with a sit-down earthquake splash. He would sideline Hogan into a semi-plan Hogan would defeat Earthquake by countout. The feud ended in the 1991 Royal Rumble with Hogan last the Earthquake. Following WrestleMania 7, Earthquake would feud with Jake the Snake Roberts. Earthquake squashed Damien, Jake's snake. And also, here's the thing in reality, it wasn't a snake. It was pantyhose stuffed with hamburger and a small motor to simulate a snake's movement. To get over the gravity of the situation, the actual squash did not air on Superstars of Wrestling, but aired without interruption on WWF's cable show, Primetime Wrestling. In a separate skit on Primetime Wrestling, Earthquake served Quake Burgers, basically hamburgers with meat ground from Damien's carcass. Once the figure behind the burgers were revealed, Lord Albert Hayes threw up and Vince knocked the tray of burgers out of Earthquake's hands. The feud between Roberts and Earthquake lasted through the summer. Later, late in the year, Earthquake would team with Typhoon, uh, who was, of course, Fred Ottman, who wrestled previously as Tugboat, as the Natural Disasters. Initially a heel team managed by Jimmy Hart, the duo turned face when Hart betrayed them and joined forces with Ted DiBiase and IRS, of course, Money Inc. Hart led his new team to the tag team titles. Money Inc. would be challenged by Hart's old team in Natural Disasters of 1988. The Disasters would win the match, but not the titles. The disasters would win the title in July 1992, but would lose them back to Money Inc. in October. In January of 1993, Tenta left the WWF for stints in Japanese promotion Wrestle and Wrestle and Romance, and also Mexican promotion CMLL. He briefly returned to the WWF in 1994 when he served as a bodyguard for Bret Hart to counter Shawn Michaels' bodyguard Diesel. He came WrestleMania 10 when he quickly defeated Adam Bomb. He briefly defeated with Yokozuna on the house show circuit and had a sumo match with him on Raw. Of note, Kenta's real-life sumo background was mentioned on WWF programming. Earthquake was set to face Owen Hart in the 1994 King of the Ring tournament, but he was taken out by Yokozuna and Crush at, the, at a house show. In reality, Tenta had left WWF for a second time and returned to wrestle romance in Japan Super Vader in UWF International. With Tenta having financial problems, he turned to WCW for a job. Thanks to Tenta's friend Hulk Hogan, John was welcomed in. Initially introduced Avalanche, a member of Kevin Sullivan's Three Faces of Fear, he was along with Big Bubba Rogers and feuded with Sting and Randy Savage. The feud extended into early 1995, with Avalanche losing to both Sting and Savage via DQ, Sting at Starcade, and Savage at Uncensored. The Avalanche name was dropped by the WWF's Brendan Nigo action due to similarities to the Earthquake character. Hinton would reemerge as the Shark as part of the Dungeon of Doom, believing it would be a long-term gimmick. Tenton redid his tiger tattoo to that of a shark. Though it was believed WCW management told him to do it, it was John's idea. 
The dungeon will be defeated by the Hulkamaniacs. Hulk Hogan, Sting, Lex Luger, and Randy Savage in the War Games match at Fall Brawl. Shark also had a high-profile bout with Sting for the WCW United States title in early October, but was defeated. His last notable bout as Shark came as part of the 60-man three-ring battle royal World War III, a bout won by Randy Savage. After leaving the Dungeon of Doom, he would wrestle under his real name and cut a promo on his past saying that he's not a shark, I'm not a fish, I'm not an avalanche, I'm a man. He defeated with Big Bubba Rogers, defeating him at the Great American Bash in June of 96. Post-match, he cut Rogers to his feet. The next month, Kenta would defeat him again in a Carson City Silver Dollar match at Bash of Beach. The shaving continued when Rogers retaliated by shaving half of Kenta's head in Kenta's beard. In the spring of 1997, Kenta would join Roddy Piper's family and would leave WCW after the angle was dropped. In May 1998, Kenta returned to the WWF as the masked South Park enthusiast Goldust. Goldust had a fascination with one of the show's main characters, Eric Cartman. <clears throat> Kenta, by this time, had lost so much weight, WWF officials thought it wouldn't be believable that he returned as Earthquake, thus that's why he had the new gimmick. Goldust competed usually in tag team bouts as part of the oddities. His most notable bout came at SummerSlam when the oddities defeated uh, in a three-on-four handicap match. Bogus last notable bout came in the 1999 Royal Rumble match when he was quickly eliminated by the match's runner-up, Stone Cold Steve Olsen. In February 1999, the entire group, including Golga, was released. Penta re-emerged in the game Battle Royal as Earthquake at WrestleMania 17, but he was eliminated by Kamala. In May 2004, John retired after it was revealed he had bladder cancer. He later revealed he had just a 20% chance to live. In a November 2005 interview with Russell Crowe Radio, Penta revealed that radiation did not work and not only had no effect on the cancer had spread to his lungs. The cancer would claim his life on June 7, 2006, just two weeks shy of his 43rd birthday. By the time of his passing, he was survived by his wife, Josie, and three children, Jeff, Johnny, and Joanna. So after I have him there tonight here, folks, have a, it's a happy 50, let me see what was it, happy, let's see. Uh, give, me, give me just a second here, let me take a look at this. Uh, 50, 55th birthday today for John Tenton, of course. The and it's also birthday. a happy 36th birthday for Tetsui Naito, the guy who just faced Jericho in Japan. I think he just turned 35 or 36 recently. Okay, um, okay, let me double, let me double check that here. Um, Ah, oh, still bases loaded. Ah, oh. so you need to play out of game over. Yes, sorry about that, folks. That uh, Fonzie is back there in the background talking to somebody. I'm not sure. Yeah, he's watching the ball game between Arizona and Pittsburgh. Dimebacks are up one nothing. And uh, I am watching a classic right now, the boot camp match between. Ooh, he slapped him. Not smart. Not smart. Sorry. Okay. Do that okay. My list does not have that one located, JD. But I guess if they haven't updated. But the only one they have list is earthquakes. And in case you're wondering what I'm watching, I am watching a classic, the Iron Sheik versus Sergeant Hart of the boot camp match. Come on, Come on. So there you have it for the rest of history and birthdays here for today, here, folks. And JD, thank you very much here for bringing us to Wrestling News and Views here for tonight. 1724 444 7444, call ID 138055 pound. Well, we don't need that. 519 of WWS Revolution. 
This is Friday, June 2nd, 2018. Mr. Come WWS, Pat Henshaw, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiromo, and the Heartbreak Kids Fonzie here with you here this evening. Uh, of course, as you know, folks, we are hopefully, yeah, hopefully able to get this contender versus contender match going between John and Ann. John has not yet made it on, from what I understand. I think John's afraid. <laughs> uh, and Ann, uh, she has may have stepped away. I'm not sure. Uh, um, no, she's still here. Let me see. She's either the Wheaties. Uh, yeah, I think that. Well, Idiot. Okay. Okay. Uh, good. And okay. Now I see it's 1-1. Yeah, it's 1-1. Face it. Get it over. Of course. And like I said, I'm glad you're you so honored with us, Ann. But John has not made it on yet. John's showing, John's showing right now, and and I said it earlier, he uh, has a yellow streak. Ooh, okay. okay so while we're waiting on that here, folks, I've got a special announcement I need to go ahead and make anyway. Uh, as you know here, folks, that uh, we are uh, we are we are coming up. We have come up over several new championships here over the course of the last. Uh, last several months here in WWS. Of course, as you know, we did start a group dedicated to Smoky Mountain Wrestling here just recently. Uh, there have been some dis- discussions between myself and, of course, our big, our executive staff. It has been agreed upon for me to... Here I come. And so what we're going, what we're going to do here is is that uh, <clears throat> I will be posting something here a little bit later on the SMW page. Basically what this is, is like I said here, folks, uh, <clears throat> this will determine, uh, of course, uh, uh, a tag team match that we will have to determine new SMWS World Tag Team Champions. Uh, but uh, well, the post will basically pretty much say that the first four to 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 comment saying that they want to they want a piece of this gold. Uh, like I said, the first two that uh, tied that will chime in will be a team, and this and the the and two more that pop in will be a team that faces in. So, but, uh, we'll, but we'll like I said be making that post here later tonight on the SMWS page, and of course we'll. Uh, but we will be having this match for the SMWS World Tag Team title on the SMWS Facebook page. Okay. We'll, be out for, we'll be watching out for that. It will be on Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash SMWS. Be sure to watch out for that. And I do see now coming in on the line here, on the chat box here, is the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not made it on. John, uh-huh. is, John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. Plus, he is also, of course, <clears throat> uh, JD's tag team, one of JD's, uh, I said, the partners. Uh, hey, hi, John. On WS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. 
Uh, and he's saying, actually, in bold letters, he said, it's, he's doing like, he's doing like the Vince McMahon and all that. He said that, he said that, he said that to Fonzie, he said that to Ant, he said that to everybody. John, you can't hide. You can run, but you yeah. cannot hide. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a freaky song that says, ready or not, here I go. Remember that, J.D., the song? Yeah. Ready or not, I'm just listening to it now, the Fuji. The Fuji girl? Yeah. Her singer, it's on now. <laughs> okay, I'll turn on shortly. Yeah. And, of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we're... We're like I said, we're going to get more confirmation from Anne. See if she is ready to have, if she's ready to have this match. John, are you? If she's been ready. The higher power is here. Are you got to be kidding? There's no way you're the higher power, sign. Who has the gold right now? You or Anne are going to have to pry it out of my hands if you dare. John, are you? Anne says she's ready for the match. John, are you ready for it? You better be ready, John. You can't hide, John. You can't get out of this one. Yeah. And of course, no, I mean, no surrender. Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Me too. Okay. All right, here we go. Here, <clears throat> Ann, can you hear me? Let's go. I just want to make it. Okay, she's okay. She's here. Okay, good. She's on the. Hi, Ann. How you doing? Hi, Annie. Hey, how you doing? Good to see you and all that. Yes, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't help myself, JD. I gotta do the thing for Christmas vacation. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I had to do Holy crap! Twenty-five thousand. Oh my God! Wow. Whoa. What's that? You said twenty-five thousand. What? I'm, I'm just reading this result. Back in May of 1985, back, back, I'm being an old, old, uh, you're like this, huh? Madison Square, I think everyone remembers this, huh? Does everyone remember the boot camp match, however, mind you? Yeah, the boot camp. I remember the one you're talking about. Yeah, the, the Sergeant Star boot camp match with the Iron Sheik in 84. Does anyone remember that one? They got to do. Yeah, oh, that was funny. I remember that. That, yeah, Sergeant Star, however, a very, against the Iron Sheik. That was a, it ended in a double disqualification, but I'll tell you, you talk about blood spilled at the Garden that night. Holy hell. Holy. The man from Tiranidon. One of my all-time favorite heels, Shiki Baby, against G.I. Joe. Oh, down goes the knee by the Sarge. And again. All right, he doesn't even up. What are you thinking, Sarge? Okay. AJD. Yo. That boot camp match wasn't on Monday Night Raw. No, it was from, if you got the DVD, The Greatest Stars of the 80s. Yeah, it wasn't it? So, so uh, he did a boot camp at Monday Night Raw years ago. Yeah, I think he did, but I can't remember who it was against. Yeah, when he was a, when he, he, I think it was when he was at War DX. I think that's the last time it happened. But I'm talking about like well, a, this is like, I, but I know what you're talking. About. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah. What? When? What? When Sarge was commissioner of WWE back in 96, 97, he did one boot camp match with DX, I remember. I think that's what Fonzie was talking it was, about. It was, it, was, it was the DX pay-per-view. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. I, that was like, you got to remember, he had a he had a feud with uh, Triple H and all that because they were, you know, this is when DX was in full force back in the day. Yeah, because DX ran rough shot over from okay, stars, okay, stars, really good. Suck it. We'll listen to you. Okay. okay. I like that when Shawn Michaels got down the ramp and was doing like a small chop, like mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Fuck it, fuck it. They are talking about. He says he wants talking about DX. I mean, I'm sure everyone's been hearing. Shawn might come back again. He says he wants to come back uh, again for another match. I but, heard about that. But yeah. let me ask you all this question: Who would it be against, though? Who would you put him in the ring with? AJ Styles. Yeah, I would. That would be a hell of a match. That would be one hell of a match right there. Him and AJ Styles. I remember, y'all remember, he was teased a while back. Oh, yeah. uh, During that that Royal Rumble. Yeah. If he he doesn't do AJ, I'll go one better than you. Him and Seth Rollins. That would be good. That wouldn't be bad. Him and Rollins would have some great chemistry, I think. He didn't face him. He gets anybody that has taken the, the level that he, the level of intensity he had, you know, mm-hmm. and it has pretty much multiplied it here over 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 the, over the last few years and all that. It's yep. an ideal opponent for somebody mm-hmm. with, with with HBK's caliber. Yep. And that too. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, but anyway, what uh, time I got to go all the way back to the beginning and try to find a plane board? Come on, give me a break. And John, forgive me here, but I have to find it. I'm trying to find a brand new board here. Um, I can see Shawn Michaels fighting Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. No, no way in hell. No way in hell. For the title. No way. No way. Because Brock. Brock's too strong, and Brock would hurt him. Badly, and I Brock, mean very well, Brock, no, Brock, is, Brock has already hurt Shawn Michaels. You don't need to do that. Yeah, again. he doesn't need to do it again. Either AJ or Seth. Oh, she just missed a little sling. Okay. Speaking of Vader, uh, I know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. All right. Because Fonzie right, watched then. WrestleMania 12 today. Oh, that was a. Oh, yes. That was. That was a. The Iron Man good. match. Oh, that was a good one. That was Came a great one. Ball. That was one of my favorite yeah. matches of all time. Awesome. Oh, I see Ann and John already here, guys. And Enter the guys, room, kids. I, I will have to tell you here. I had to go. I had to go back about four years to find it. This is from 2014, guys. So I apologize for that. I hope that will work out. So you have to thank me for it. Understandable, there, John. And is that understandable? I want to get a freaky with you. What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a song called Freaky. Okay, John says he's cool about it. Ann, are you okay with it? And ladies and gentlemen, here is the WWS Karaoke Hour with your host, the Heartbreak Kid Fund. Oh, 
Tonight he'll be tonight he'll be doing no disrespect, Bobby. Tonight he'll be doing the Fat Man Jingle. And on the other side of the coin, we got uh, the Iceman taking it easy and watching a very classic match right now in the library. And also listening to a classic match as well. Yes, uh, like I said, in case, again, it is the infamous match that we all remember, however, mind you, the boot camp match of 84 between the Sars and the Iron Chief from Madison Square Garden. But what I was also talking about here, you're going to also want to listen to another one here that's going that you're you're seeing two people who are coming up. All right. Okay. okay. All right, JD. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and get and while JD does that, we'll we'll be we'll go ahead and get things started. And John and Anna, I will let you know that I had to use a brand new board, but your score, both the scores that both you and that that you Ann, and you John had uh, the last time we competed. Uh, I will let you know those scores are still remaining intact. As as you know right as you know right now, John is leading eighteen hundred to seventeen hundred. So I will go ahead. We'll go ahead and get started with this. And remember, like I said, this board was made back in two thousand fourteen. So you got to practice this here a little bit. And uh, no. Give me pause it, guys. Turn the volume down on me for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Here you go. Here you go, here, folks. Categories are, of course, it's one, two, three, four, and five hundred. Uh, it's uh, WWE tag teams, WWE superstars, WWE divas, WWE moves, as in the finishing moves, and WWE Royal Rumble winners. Uh, Again, you're trailing about 100 points. Let's let you go ahead and go first. Please choose a category and please choose a question. I remember that you got to think back to 2014. And no, John and Ann, that's not me. That's Fonzie singing in the background. <laughs> I like to be... That's what I cannot lie. That's crazy. Okay, Ann, you're first. Uh, like I said, please choose a category and a question. And the categories again was WWE tag teams, WWE superstars, WWE divas, WWE finishing moves, and WWE Royal Rumble winners. And how Fonzie farts in WWE. (laughs) I already did already. Oh, Lord, I didn't want to do that. <laughs> I actually didn't want to know that because I just got to eat something. <laughs> uh, you're okay, son. Oh, I don't know. Hey. Hey, you. I'm a femme de skunk, that pure. 
Anthony Hall. Okay, and for how much? Let's go. Come on. Okay, we'll go in just a minute. Hold hold the board. Come on, let's raise the Jolly Roger. Hey. No, I actually don't. Actually, I don't. I haven't heard about that boat in a long time. <laughs> That's great. That's great, Ron. The announcer. Uh, he did go, huh? And we need an amount, please. One, two, three, four, five hundred. Get out of here. Their first basement. Didn't see that far. Oh, home run. And she's okay. Assuming the folks, Anne has chosen a category, but we're just waiting to see how much she wants to, uh, what she, what, but what value she wants to do the, which question she wants. Basically, but we're finding out here. So, you know, just a minute here while we still determine. To, while we're waiting on Anne to decide, I'll go ahead and here, folks. Don't forget tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. for our latest edition of WWS Power Hour. We'll be reviewing all the shows here on the radio this week. Including, of course, the uh, <clears throat> including the, of course, the uh, pr- prediction show for Money in the Bank. We'll also be talking about, of course, everything that having to do with Money in the Bank. Um, of course, <laughs> everything of that nature. Plus, also be bringing you tomorrow in wrestling history and also some, some news tidbits. First, yeah. our friend Forlowmedia.com. So we're here to join us for the WS Power Hour tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. Right here on Talk Show. Call ID 164 and Ann has chosen WWE Divas for 500. Okay, Ann, here you go. Okay. Uh, okay, let me see here. Um, Come on. Wait a minute, Ann. Wait a minute. And folks, let's scratch that one there because this is, I'd like to try to keep it as current as I can here. Uh, 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 there. Uh, Come on. Uh, Come on. And scratch, scratch, scratch that last choice right there, please. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's re- let's redo that here, folks. Uh, um, disregard that last one there, Ann. And here, I-, I found one that's a little bit better. Here, let's give this one a try. Uh, 
the categories are Superstar Bios, Wrestling Themes, TLC, Catchphrases, and Listings. So please, please choose a category and a question again, and I'm sorry about that, but uh, that one was pretty much too, that one was pretty much too far out of date. I found one a little bit closer. Uh, Come on. Excuse me. And if you if you can hear me, um, we changed it up a little bit. So you can please give me another give me another category and another question, please. Because oh, that other one's just too way is way too old to use. Um, so I've had to change it over again. Come on. All right, and chosen catchphrases for 500. And who said, say hello to the bad guy? <laughs> say hello to the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, uh, yeah you know, that phrase was funny, too. Well, <clears throat> let's see what Ann says right here. Uh, you know that catchphrase in the movie, Honey Montana. What? Well, well, no, 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 Fonzie, this is wrestling. Yeah, I know. That. I know. But yeah, yeah, I know. I, I know. I know what you're. I know what you're thinking. That it was possibly inspired by that. Yeah, it's perfect. That's so. <laughs> I've got the fart now. Five. He. He is Bond. Bondy. Bond. Let's <laughs> <laughs> send everybody home. Let's go. It's high faith. His final answer is, is Scott Hall. And, and what a way to start it off. You are correct, my dear. So you get another, you get 500 right off the bat. And she has taken the lead with 2,200 points. All right. John, you are up, my man. Um, come on, baby. Come on. John, you're up next. Come on, where's the fuck that's Son of a bitch. Uh, John says wrestler bios for 400 is what he wants, okay? All right, Fonzie, wrestler bios for four. Here it is. Okay. All right. Uh, John, the youngest world champion. Uh, come on. Come on, Jay. Come 
That's your final answer, John? answer is Randy Orton and John you are correct so you get another 400 and now you have tied you have tied Ann <clears throat> with with 2200 oh my goodness this is going to be another back and forth match up here and I uh, hope uh, JD is okay hope he hasn't fallen in the toilet uh, <clears throat> uh, Ann you're up next hey hey Really? Are you General Fonzie is transformed into a train? <laughs> Come on, you ride a train. We're riding. We're going to stop at Arby's. Eat the Mickey D. No, I don't want to go to McDonald's. Stop at Dairy Queen. For a blizzard. Okay, Ann is taking catchphrases for 400. We'll go ahead and go to that one, Ann. Uh, can't trade this before. Here it is. Your life is too. Come on. And who said? Um, and Fonzie, no disrespect. Let's calm down a bit so that way they can hear what yes. I'm saying. Okay. I'm okay. That's okay. Sorry about that. And who said this? Now, for the benefit of those with flash photography. Christian and Ann, you are correct. It is in fact Edge and Christian. 
So you do another 400, and you now you're up to 20. You're now leading by 400, 2600. <clears throat> John, you're up next. What is the man? Okay, uh, John, the categories once again are Superstar Bios, Wrestling Themes, DLC, Catchphrases, and Listings. Superstar Bio has one, two, three, and five left. And Catchphrases has one, two, and Everything else has not been touched. ELC for 200. Okay, John. John, who won the WWE Championship at the first TLC pay-per-view? So that is what this category is about, I think. Uh, you pick. That's your final answer, John? All right, come on. Go after him. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Well, he's got an answer. I just want to make sure that it's his final one. No, not you. I'm talking about the bank. Ball game. Come on, go after them. Don't be scared. John, I, you, I see you have an answer, but is that your final answer? Thanks. There you go. Ah. All right, double play and the Go. Rocky 13. Go. I go after this guy. Don't be scared. Come he, on. Might be having a little, he might be having a little difficulty out here. Okay, so his final answer is Seamus, and he is correct. So John gets another 200 points, <clears throat> and that would put him up to 2,400. He is now down by 200 points. The um, and 2,600. And you are up next, one, dear. Hey, that's my line. Hey, it's my line too, buddy. <laughs> Every time I say and, I'm talking about 
I'm, I, I'm the one that does that. <laughs> uh, have we noticed something's something's missing here in the last few minutes? Uh, yeah. Oh, I know what it is. JD. Oh my lord, he acted this all in the can. <laughs> he probably did. And and you're up next, my dear. Please choose a category and a question. Fine. Are you pink? Why? Oh, catch it. Just go, let it go down. Okay, Anne, uh please choose a category and a question. You're up next. Catchphrases. Catchphrases for three hundred is what Ann wants, and that's what she is going to get. Okay, Ann, who's who said who said the following? What? Somebody's phone is clicking. Okay. 
Okay. Anne's final answer is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Anne, you are correct. He did say, what? What? No, who? Cheese. 
And while we wait for Ann to answer, let's go on and give this. We're, we're now going in six minutes to 11 o'clock here on Friday, June 22nd, 2018. Revolution episode number 519 here, 1724 444 7444. Call ID 138055 pounds. Mr. WWUS Chat Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, uh, possibly falling in the toilet. I'm not sure, but we'll have to find him. Uh, also, the U.S. Super Machine, John Gross. Also, the heartbreak kid, tonight. As we were, of course, now finishing up our contender versus contender match between John and Ann. Did I hear JD just laugh?
And final answer is Christian. And that's a that's a good guess. The answer is the rock. Uh come on in. And come on. Okay, John, you're up next. I was at the Queen, she's right on the front foot. I was at the Queen, she's right on the front foot. The queen sees the rest of the broke flat. Yeah. Are you goddamn pig? Uh. Everybody, all right? Yes, we're we're okay. I'm just waiting to see what John's next picket we got real quick. Uh, wrestling bios for 300 is what John wants, and that's what he's going to get. Okay? John, who has the shortest reign as WWE champion of all time? <laughs> that's the final answer, John. Final answer is Kane and John. That's a great guess, but the answer is the big show. Uh, I'll have to 
I'll have to get with it just a minute here. Uh, for Anne, it's Anne's turn to answer a question, but apparently she's disputed an answer, apparently, from the, the last one that she answered. Uh, hey, J.D., John just shit the pants. He got the wrong answer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Fonzie, I don't mean to cut you off there, but Anne apparently is disputing the last question that she that she was asked. Um and before we before she picks another one, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go back to this. And JD, I'm glad you're back on here with us. Sit sit uh sit tight here for a minute. Uh, J D. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. All right, the category she chose was catchphrases. The, 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 the catchphrase was the millions and millions was the catchphrase. Okay. Who, to your knowledge, said that? The Rock. Okay, did you know to your knowledge if anybody else said that? As far as I know, no. Okay, apparently Anne is disputing the fact that she's saying that Christian also said it. Yeah. Hold on. I think he said that. He always talked about knowing peeps. Unless, of course, like I said, you remember whenever after Goldberg debuted, you know, the thing is Christian kept saying that The Rock kind of passed a lot of stuff down to him or something. Now, I don't know if that's what she's thinking about. I'm not sure. But, Ann, I mean, I know for a fact that the only one that was well-known for saying that was The Rock. Yeah. I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Unless you're thinking, Ann... I'm thinking this up. Hold on. Okay, in the meantime, she's gone on ahead and... and uh, She's picked. She's picked a, another question for her to answer. So while y'all, JD, while you look that up, let me go ahead and give Ann. We'll do this next one here. She's going to clean up the catchphrases category for 100. Where she's chosen, and here it is. Shut that up. Ann, who said, "You want some? Come get some." And, and JD is researching that is researching your dispute. Take 
again, I'll repeat it here one more time here for you. The clue is, you want some, come get some. Who said that? Come on in. You can get this in. And we're like to JD is researching your your claims, well. Aren't you, JD? I guess so. JD, JD, you are you are looking into what she's saying, aren't you? Still here. Okay. Jamie, still you still I'm still trying to find it, so bear with me. I might not be on much longer, guys, because I'm going to be crashing out pretty early. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, thank you for checking in on that here for us. Anne's final answer is John Cena, and Anne, you are correct on that one. So Anne gets another 100 points. And as of as of right now, let me go and review the scores before I go to John for his for his next pick here. Um, Anne has a C. Anne has 3,000, and John has. John has 2,400. She is up by 600 points. How many questions you guys got left? Uh, let's see. Three. 16. Okay. Bonzi, you're going to have to text me then on my phone then who won. Guys, good luck. I'm going to go to bed on that note. Have a good weekend, everyone. And, John, good luck. I will await your ch- whoever wins. I await your challenge because there will be either pleasure. Enjoy your 18 hole tomorrow. I'll try to, especially if it stays dry, but it looks like it's going to rain. You never know. I'll talk to you guys over the weekend. J.D., did you ever research it? Did you find out? I couldn't find anything. I told Fonz. I tried to look for it, but I couldn't find it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you. And like I said, just, just let us know here, and we'll uh, and I'll inform Anne about it here a little bit later. All right. Okay. Thank you, JD. I do appreciate okay. it. Just, right. Thank you. Okay. And I you're all know, uh, 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 leaving us here a little bit early here tonight, but we do uh, thank you for popping for popping on here this evening, and we will of course continue on. We have 16 more questions to go here, of course, for Anne and John here to finish off the contender versus contender match here. So John, you're up next, sir. Which, uh, pick, please choose your please choose your uh, choose a category and choose a question, please. Oh, we also hear finally sing. John's doing the wrestling bios for 100. Okay, and uh, John, here you go. <clears throat> John, he is the first member of the Shield 
to become a Grand Slam champion. And that means WWE Championship, Tag Team Championship, U.S. Championship, and Intercontinental Championship. The first member of the Shield to become a Grand Slam champion. Is that your final answer, John? Okay, well, you didn't actually say it was your final one. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, yes, he is. He has one, but he decided to change it because he did not say it was his final answer yet. But he actually just now gave us his final answer. He says it is Roman Reigns. John, that's a good guess. The answer is Dean Ambrose. And we got December of 2017, John, is when this, this, was, this board was taking place. He was the first winner, member of the Shield, to hold all uh, hold all those titles. Okay, and here's what we have left. Superstar bios, 200 and 500. Wrestling themes, all five clues. Hail team, one, three, and five. And listing, one, two, three, four, and five still left. All five clues still remain there. Also, again, folks, coming up a little bit later on the SMWS Mountain Grove Toughness Facebook page, I will be making a post to to put out the word to anyone who is interested, to any four people who are interested to compete for the SMWS World Tag Team Championship. What What we will be doing is, like I said, I will make the post, and the first four people to respond, the first two that respond will be one team, and the last two to respond will be the other team that compete for these belts. And I will be asking the questions on the SMWS Mountain Grown Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash SMWS toughness. So if you want to take part in this here, folks, feel free to jump to jump on to jump to jump on the bandwagon here to uh, go after the tag team titles. <clears throat> and we'll also and we'll, we'll, we'll continue to let you know how we will proceed with the SMWS World Heavyweight Championship. We'll let you know about that one here, hopefully as soon as possible. And you're up next, my dear. Please choose a please choose a category and a question. <laughs> I like it like that, too. Walking that back, I don't know where to act. Like it like that. I like it. I got soul. I got soul. Now, Fonzie's making me sing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, Come on. So we're still waiting to hear from Anne about what category and question she wants. Uh, 
categories. Okay. Uh, 
Okay. All right. Thank you, Father. We appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Okay. All have a choice here. I need to it's getting late here, dear. We need to go ahead and get this going. Thank you. 
Ann, okay, Ann wants wrestling things for 500 okay, Ann? Okay, Ann, th- what this is, this is a sound clip. This is very interesting. It's the first time we'll give this a try. I will play the, I will play the I will play this. You have to tell me whose wrestling theme it is. Obviously. Here is here is the first one. And I'm only gonna play about fifteen seconds of it. Sorry about that. Hold on, that's that's an advertising man, but disregard that. Okay, Ann, can you tell me who that is? That is the wrestling things category. I just played. I just played the clip. You didn't hear. You didn't hear the music.
You didn't hear the audio. Did you did you hear the clip, Anne? And I'll play it again. I just hope my live video feed stays on here. A little nervous about buying a house? A little. But I could de-stress with some Zen gardening. You see, you don't have to worry about homeowners insurance. I'm giving you a free hint. He is the current NXT champion. And I just gave you a hint. And I just gave you a, a hint. You don't know who that is, even with the hint. You already said final answer, so okay. And the answer was Alistair Black. So, John, you're up next. Okay, John, the category she had was wrestling themes. One, two, three, and four are still active. Okay, and uh, John's going to take wrestling themes for 200. Okay. John, listen very carefully. Oh, yeah, I'm going to play a few seconds of it. Oh, okay, I think that was... And I've already, I've already done it. I'm sorry, you said final answer. So it's already been done. Is that your final answer, John? 
John's final answer is the, is the Usos, and John, you are correct, sir. So John gets another two hundred, and he is now he is now down. Uh, let's see, three thousand to twenty six hundred right now. And please, please, next question, next category, next question, please. And I gave you a hint on that last question. So that question's already over. I already revealed what that answer was. So I'm asking you for a brand new category and a brand new question, please. And I need a new category and question. And are you talking about the category you are, the category that you, the, la, the last question that you did? You want to you want to and one, three, and four is left. And the you, last one you did was in wrestling themes. One, three, and four are still left. Which one would you like?
And what are you talking about? <laughs> okay, there's, she's got a bad delay here, folks. I apologize about this. Uh, That's all right. Um, yeah. And, I, okay, it's, it's already starting to get late here again. Uh, I think she might have trouble with the internet or something. Well, it could be, but apparently she was wanting to try to answer this question that she that she um, gave her the last time. Back, I told her she said she didn't know, but she said final answer. So I I already revealed what that answer was. But for some reason, yeah. she's and I'm I'm. What we're going to have to do here, folks, we apologize about this. Apparently, there must be some technical difficulty on the part of the Empress Henry Rickenbach. So we're going to possibly have to go ahead. We're going to, have to go ahead and, and and stop this match here again. Uh, it's already getting late. It's already 11:36 p.m. Eastern Time, and uh, like I said, the Iceman Jeremy Jerome has already has already called tonight. And I think we all of us here are kind of getting a little bit tired here. So, 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 like I said, Nick. So, as it stands right now, Ann is leading this match. Uh, like I said, three thousand two twenty six hundred. And so, next next week here, folks, on Revolution, we'll finish off this. We will finish off this match between John and Ann, and we'll have to and we'll have to do a checking on um, Ann. Uh, on, on this little, on this, on this, uh, apparently she seems to be having a little bit of difficulty in hearing, uh, hearing the question, what we're telling her. Um, okay. Uh, okay, well, wait a minute. Okay, she may, uh, and by all means, please listen carefully, okay? She wants the wrestling themes category for 300. We're going to give this another try before we close out here for the evening. And please listen very, very carefully. Put your back that ass up. 
because you're a fine motherfucker. You got them heads up. And did you get? Did you get? Did you hear the last clip? What is the last category? It's a it's a it's a it's an audio clip category. It's playing. It's okay. it's got it's got links to YouTube in which it plays the wrestling thing. Okay. Uh, that, that 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 that's that's what it is. But this I'm, I'm waiting to see if Ann's going to answer this question. Yeah. Well, she asked for two hundred. Is she, she what? Did she ask? She says what she texts me. She's like, catch out whatever the last category is in for 300. Well, yeah, that's the one I just played. That's it. Okay. I played, what do you I mean played you it. Back? Oh, I played it. I mean, she's having, okay, she must be having some sort of difficulty. Yeah, probably. Uh Unless she does, unless she does a video call, that's the only thing I know what to do. Yeah. So, uh, because every time I keep trying to play it, for some odd reason, she's she's having she's having difficulty. Yeah. Getting getting through, getting through on here. Um, but what we're gonna probably have to do is probably gonna have to. I may have to have her do a a video call on this the next time. So. And 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 if you can hear if you can hear me, we're going to call we're going to call this for right now. Hopefully we can get your we can get your, we can get your. Um, I'm not going to reveal what that last answer is yet because it's not it wouldn't be fair. But and we're going to call if you can hear we're going to call this match for the night. It's already getting late here. It's 11:41 p.m. Eastern and. Myself and Fonzie and John are, of course, a little bit exhausted. Um, so we're going to wait till next week on Revolution and to finish this match. And I apologize, but apparently, everything I'm trying to play, apparently, you, apparently you're you're having some sort of, of, of audio difficulty or something. We might need to get we might need to get that checked out. Um, I cannot I cannot I cannot uh, prove it any further than what it is. So on that note here, folks, we're going to go ahead and call call this for right now, and we will have this match uh, next Tuesday night here on Revolution. And is currently leading and is currently leading this match right now uh, three thousand twenty six hundred. Uh, and like I said, we'll I will do my very best to uh, have keep uh, the questions just like they are. Uh, and we'll, I'll make a note of it as to as to what uh, in what order that we have the questions on here, and uh, we'll try again next week. Hopefully, like I said, she'll have better audio and better audio difficulty here. It could be the weather, probably too. What is it? 
I, it could be the weather where she is, because it was pouring down rain at ninth inning tonight at the at the North Shore tonight. It came down like buckets. Yeah, they still played and they lost in the thirteenth inning, and they were having a difficulty too at the stadium. So, yeah, but I think I think that uh, where the storm is is probably affecting her, um, yeah, or something. They're playing a game in Arkansas, and apparently for some odd reason there's audio difficulty. Which might be, that's probably why. No, 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 no. Listen, it was raining here at the yeah, but the power game. The Pittsburgh Pirates? They uh-huh. Okay, they played Arizona. Um, at the ninth inning, they poured, they came down like buckets. And they still uh-huh. played. And the announcers of the Pittsburgh had the difficulties, you know, after, you know, before it started raining, it was getting fuzzy. And they were having difficulties of calling the, the game. Then they got it right back. So it could be the weather coming up where she lives at and up here. It probably got crossfire with the Internet, you know, Whatever the signal, that's what I think. I think that's what it is, I think. If not, then she's having difficulties to hear you with the question and you already played. Yeah, I think she got interfered with, you know, with the satellite, you know, so, with the Internet. So, right. So I, that's what I'm going to tell her right now. What we're going to do is um, we're going to finish this. Um, we will we will finish, of course, next week. Hopefully, she'll have a much better. She'll be able yeah. to resolve by that time. For now, ladies and well, now, ladies and gentlemen. We're, like I said, that we're at 11.45 p.m. Eastern on uh, Friday, June 22nd, 2018. Thank you for joining us here tonight for episode 519 of WWUS Revolution. <clears throat> for the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and the Empress, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, this is Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw, saying thank you very much for listening here this week. What an eventful week it was here on the radio network, and we hope, like I said, to bring you more in the... In the, in the and we'll join the course of Power Hour tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock on 364 pounds. pounds as we will bring you, of course, what took place on our shows this week, plus our resident history and birthdays for tomorrow, and also, of course, our Talkshoe.com, where we are three years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Take care of yourselves and each other. We'll see you in the ring. It's always here in the WWS radio network right here on Talkshoe.com.
God, God bless everyone. And have a terrific evening and a terrific weekend, by the way. We'll talk at you here this weekend, of course, on Power Hour and also our promo on Sunday night. Take care and God bless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.